Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's up, guys? This is Tyson, and we are here on News AF in the second week of June 2021. Still no Rob Sesternino, but we have a replacement that may be even a little bit better. Uh, only time will tell. Uh, and here we are. News AF. If the story is buzzing like it's on crystal meth, it's about to be News AF. If the same old news makes you bored to death, it's time for some News AF. Actual, factual news. Danny Bryson, our eye in the sky, vascular D, uh, skeet dog. Himself. The man goes by many names. Yeah. <laughs> and all of the names I came up with. Danny Monday. Yes, thank you. Is uh, here. Danny. Uh, what have you been up to this week? Anything, any adventures, anything interesting, exciting, anything, uh, newsworthy, newsworthy, news, you just did a new worthy. phrase. I like the way you said it. It's a new news, podcast title. Newsworthy. Yeah. Yeah. New, I can't even say it. I just no. switched the TH to the S in the K. I mean, for me, just a lot of the same. Probably for most people, lots of cool stuff. <laughs> so for you, just like boring average stuff, but for everyone else, the time of their life. I've never said anything more smug or conceited in my life. That was disgusting. Yes, it was. I well, tell us then. Myself. Tell us what you did then. I Well, what happened as you asked me, I was sitting there thinking about it and I'm like, you know, I've... I'm I'm very lucky to do this, but I do it so often. And a lot of times when I'm out there, I'm thinking this has now become so normal for me, like, you know, like flying or climbing and a mountain or something like that, that uh, I just don't appreciate it as much as I should. Is what well, I'm also, to I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Some of the stuff you do, if other people did it, would they, hate would, they would hate it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they would hate it. Like they'd be like, this is shitty. So <laughs> it's to each their own. Yeah. And, and so, the other day, to be fair, the other day I was running uh -huh. and mid stride spewed a projectile vomit all over. Oh, and that I sounds thought, closer to my days. Yeah. Why would I do Why am I doing <laughs> That's this? That's the part of the day that you have yeah, I can in relate common. I That's it. where yeah, I yeah. touch the, yeah, with the common man. I'm like, here, here, or woman, this is what you can do and experience exactly what i'm experiencing but uh probably get to the vomiting in a much more enjoyable manner like yeah. i was building up to it in a horrible way through overheating not eating food and then puke but most people probably have a good time and then puke you know it caps off a good night yeah or day. Sunday. 
And your best yeah. part of the day is when you're done with your cool adventure that you did solely for the purpose of Instagram. Which well, is- if I posted anything to Instagram, I would agree with that. But I do it solely so that I can do things later that uh-huh. are super cool. But yeah, so that I mean, I wish I could take back what I said earlier. Yeah. But and you've already uh, gone, yeah. gone on too long about it. So I yeah, cannot I really, give you the you time to uh, now retract your statement. Let's move on to somebody else. <laughs> yes. Our guest. Who else for- the day uh rob sesternino still in transition moving his uh studio across the country so we invited our good friend that i barely only just met today in person except for last time we met years ago when we met in person this is in person now virtually is in person now you disagree anyways it's dave jorgensen uh, his email is uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Anyways, Dave is the infamous, shall we say? I'll go with Washington that. That sounds cooler. Yeah, TikTok that's not true, but it's cooler. Uh, yeah. Lots of uh, virality created by Dave, uh, but positive sense. virality, yeah, in a TikTok sense. Works for the Washington Post, creates TikToks every day. Even wrote a book. Let's do it at the same time. Oh, make a TikTok every day. And uh, lifelong Survivor fan, I believe. Is that how we initially connected? Yes, 100% to to a fault. Okay, which uh, is fantastic. Uh, Dave, tell us a little bit about yourself that I have not already said. Yeah, well, I just want to be clear. I'm not. I, I thank you for holding the book up, but I'm also here as a fan of of you all. Uh, literally, wait, Tyson, you said, "Can you be a sub in a few weeks for News AF? It's a podcast to do." I'm like, "Yeah, I know the podcast." <laughs> <laughs> to me, it was like Bob Barker going, "Hey, could you come to the Price Is Right? It's a show I do." Like, yeah, I'm aware. <laughs> wow, Tyson's uh, Bob yeah. Barker. Yeah, well, that might have been a little too, but I'm gonna I'm gonna knock you down later. Of podcasting, <laughs> yes, that's yeah, that's how I describe you to my boss when I was getting approval on this. Have you, have you heard yeah. of Bob Barker? Yeah, well, yeah. Same. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, I am. Uh, you know, Survivor is actually a big part of how obviously how I found this podcast and Rob and all those things. But um, yeah, my my day job besides fanboying over random Survivor players on the internet no, uh, is making some of the strongest Survivor, <laughs> some players. of the strongest. But then every so often. It's a random, like, why is, why do I care about this person's attention? Yeah, okay. I'll do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, but uh, if I, if I see a survivor contestant, like follow me on Twitter, I immediately follow back. I don't care if I hated them the whole time they're on the show. Uh, I think you followed me first, Dave. I know I did. Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. And, and as I've told you, and I, we don't, we can get into as much as you want, but at one point I uh, had been in finals casting for survivor and it was going really yes. well. And then I said to them, uh, they said, who was your favorite player? And I was like, this is before you were on, uh, this is just after heroes first villains. I said, Tyson, he's awesome. And they go, Tyson. <laughs> and they, I, it was some combination of, they thought I was some kind of idiot, which is half true and they're like why do you relate to this person who is a villain character and they were they were clearly trying to get me to be someone else and so they just said no never say that again <laughs> wow yeah, did they be- whisper amongst themselves and scribble they didn't notes say it that? because they didn't like yes. me they said it because you your personality didn't 
exactly yeah, yeah my personality in their eyes at all that's exactly what it was it wasn't like the how dare you it was just they were so taken aback by that i think they thought i was going to say fabio or something or whoever the the newest archetype was and i was yeah. just you know uh, my hair barely swoops anymore so what's you know uh yeah. but but yeah that is you know that's survivor is a big thing for me but uh Basically, my again, my day job is making TikToks for the Washington Post. So uh, I was kind of in journalism first and then have I, I interned at Colbert Report a long time ago. So all these little things kind of go into whatever my career is now, which is either talking to people you like you guys. Explain to us your career, because from the outside in, right. fascinating. you're only creating TikToks for the Washington Post that are topical, either politically or whatever news is going on that day or that week, but also mm-hmm. they mesh in some pop culture references that make them extra hilarious. Mm-hmm. And uh, you do a lot of stuff where you're talking to someone else who is actually also you. <laughs> and sometimes it's you in a giant cicada costume because the cicada <laughs> stuff that's been going on this year. Uh, yep. Is that the entirety of your day. Uh, yes. Uh, and really quick industry secret. It's actually a costume co- cockroach costume, but I just pretend this is a cicada. And every so yeah. often I, I get a DM and someone goes, you should really be truthful about it being a cockroach costume. And I'm like, <laughs> are you serious? Oh, <laughs> you can, use, <laughs> you can use that later when the big cockroach uh, outbreak of 2022 happens. Right. Yeah. Yes. And, which know. is you know bound to happen at this point. But yes, to answer your question, especially beginning in the pandemic, it, it, we got to a point where um, I was making longer form YouTube videos for the post as well, but I'd started the TikTok account already. And then when it was, they said, okay, you're in your apartment for who knows how long I said, well, I just want to do TikToks for now that as it's getting a better reaction from people where it's growing really quickly. So, uh, and then within six months, it basically became my actual job and nothing else. And my hope, no one's really said anything, but I'm just kind of hoping that when we go back to the office, they don't ask me to do other things again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't imagine they will. Uh, but it is kind of funny where I just sort of backed myself into this until they just started saying, okay, just make TikToks." Uh, and it is, it's obviously so rewarding because I make two every day and at least one of them does really well. So as someone who, spent years slaving over long form YouTube videos for 5,000 views. This is uh, this is much better. Yeah. I tell that to Danny because Danny slaves over YouTube videos and he even like hikes mountains and stuff to gain people's approval on YouTube. And <laughs> I actually, is- I- a lot of work. You always say that and it irritates me. You say so many things that mischaracterize me. I was fine making videos that got less than 5,000 views because I enjoy making the uh-huh. videos. The fact I wish I felt that way. I, that's yeah. amazing. I, I'm, not, I'm not being sarcastic. I wish no, I... No, no. You pro- you made videos for someone else. I make videos for myself, you know, right. and I, I love doing it, Tyson. So you rewatch the videos the after views. you make them? No, never, but I love putting them out. Okay. I because I, think about it. And, I obviously and, am teasing you, Danny. I know, I know friends. you're We've teasing me, and it still, after 20 years, irritates me when you tease me. <laughs> it's like I still can't handle you're it. You're like a rash I can't get rid of. 
I don't. That's I don't good, like but you don't want to fully get rid of because no. yeah. something about you. It. Should be worried when he's not irritated. That's when you. That's when things start going well. Yeah, that's. When. So how long? So you do two TikToks a day. I'm curious, how long does it take to make a TikTok? It, it really depends on. In uh, Tyson just had alluded to. Uh, it depends on the story, and often I'm trying to do a new story that broke that day. Um, yeah. And and so if it's something that's overly complicated or needs extra explanation, like needs the full sixty seconds of a TikTok, that probably takes five to six hours. But whoa. Uh, if it's, if it's something as silly, like yesterday, we found out that Jeff Bezos is going on a rocket ship. And so I just in 20 minutes, I made a TikTok and it was just me trying to pitch to Jeff Bezos why he should take me on the rocket ship um, with nuggets in there about the story. So a lot of it is sort of these <laughs> someone once described it as sort of sketch based news comedy. And I think that's about right, because a lot of them are sort of. Um, you're watching me talk to myself or something, but you are actually learning something. Hopefully, you know, you're yeah, the poster boy for, you know, the, the college speech that they give, you know, when, for the graduating class that says you don't even know what kind of job the job you'll have in 10 years doesn't even exist right now. I took them literally. I was like, oh, OK, yeah. that's what yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll create my own job. Yeah, yeah that's, that's never awesome. Existed before. Yeah. Um, and where can people find all these TikToks? Yeah, uh, they're all at from. I do post them all through Washington Post. I have a personal account, but at Dave Jorgensen. And so you can find them either on Twitter where I repost them at Dave Jorgensen. Uh, but the initial Washington Post TikTok are all on the at Washington Post TikTok account. Uh, and I, yeah, absolutely. And I say to people, they go, well, I don't know if I want to download TikTok or I don't. Uh, that's fine. Just follow me on Twitter. I post every single one there. So yeah, the uh, uh, yeah. on your fleets. On my fleets, yes, and yep. then on and tweet on my tweets. And oh yeah, you tweet them too. You have a 2020, yeah. 2021 uh, thread, quarantine thread. Yeah, yeah, which I thought was going to be three weeks long, and now has six hundred fifteen <laughs> TikToks. <laughs> so, so good. So that's, that's how you cool. that's how you measure time by TikToks. Yeah, it actually. Is. So I've had other people tell me like they have actually said that where they said I only know how long it's we've been at home because of your TikTok. Oh, that's awesome. You're the new clock. Yeah. Right. That was the old as, de as dependable yeah. as an atomic clock. Yes. <laughs> or more so. Instead of putting uh, quartz in uh, watches, they'll figure <laughs> out some way. Uh, yeah. Or I'll just be a sundial at one point and I'll just do a TikTok live. I'll just stand, I'll just stand outside all day. You can yeah, that's me. pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I'll watch that. And are you planning on doing any three minute long TikToks? You know, I don't know. The, we, uh, they haven't rolled it out to everyone yet, but we did get that ability. And the only thing I thought of was, what if I just stared at the camera for three minutes and didn't blink? And, you know, obviously my boss said that's stupid. So I'm not doing that. Three but minutes. really, you don't want to yeah. prove them wrong? Well, I want to do it anyway. And if there is every so often, I'll just go, well, I'll just post my personal account. Like, okay. <laughs> uh, but I don't know within the format of how we make TikToks now if we need three minutes, because part of the appeal. Um, short, and, short yeah, and, yeah, and it could change. But part of the appeal is that most of our TikToks are around 30 seconds and you learn something and and a lot of them are meant to be looped so that you can catch something you didn't on the first time um, with a three minute one. I can't see someone watching it twice, which right. actually kind of hurts it, the TikTok algorithm specifically rewards videos that are rewatched. So it's kind of a, it, we might try it, but I, I don't see it as a long term. Just thing. because you have more time doesn't mean you should use it. I wish, exactly. I wish public speakers would realize that. Create a course yeah. or podcasters. We're going to be here for six hours, guys. Um, <laughs> Buckle down. I would do that water. by the way. But yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to. Well, that was a great intro, Dave. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, we're excited to have you and uh, an, an accredited author. 
Uh, yeah, that's cool. And it's discipline to it, write a book. Tyson probably doesn't have that discipline. Do you, Tyson? To write a book? No, yeah. I would definitely have somebody ghost write a book for me that I would read once and then put my name on it. If would it you really out. read your own book? Uh, I feel like you wouldn't. Would I read I my would, own book? I would love to see what you would produce, regardless of whether or not you read it later. <laughs> yeah, well, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be bo- bothered at all if you got a ghostwriter for your like uh, memoir about uh, slapping pickles on the. Well, my and- my honestly, my book would be about like making it in the world without. I mean, I (laughs) obviously you haven't really thought about it. Maybe you should go back and workshop this before you you can do it. Do what I did, which is it's not even linear. It's just 365 TikTok ideas. So every single thing is completely disconnected. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I'm terrible at TikTok because I will not put in six hours a day ever for anything. Uh, so, Dave, what you're doing is incredible. You have an incredible uh, amount of stamina and uh, patience to do that. So, uh, God. and I'm 41. Also, thank you for Dave. having me, by the way. Uh, well, yeah, I feel 41, but you look younger than me, I think, already. So I was thinking I with the lighting, Tyson, you look like Matthew McConaughey from Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, your, when your he, lighting makes you look gaunt. When he hits, but like per, pretend aids. Well, I think that you've just been hitting the pickleball in the heat. I ha- yeah, and maybe I you're have. a little depleted, even with your liter of water every morning. Yeah, uh, I mean, sure. Uh, I try to grow the beard out a little bit because that makes me look less gaunt. Obviously, my long hair, but it's no, like the beard makes you look like you've been on a prison like island. Even if I am gaining weight everywhere on my body never in my your face. face just like <laughs> but that's good so. then you have a place to point the camera i was gonna say that's, that's a great that's a great tiktok body you know yeah. that's all you need <laughs> you it's just the face yeah. and uh-huh. also my cheekbones are so pointy but the problem is, is that like dave that's the reason i was cast as a villain is because my face is far too pointy to be a hero no matter how i act on the show my face is too pointy to ever be on the hero's tribe <laughs> wow! So I, I, I don't know, know if you that. knew that about villains, but we have pretty pointy faces. You you, you have to joke, but I wonder how much goes into. They just look at the the mug shots and go, "Oh yeah, that guy." <laughs> His face is too pointy. Him. Look at the cheekbones, <laughs> the nose. It protrudes right. so much. He has to be a villain. There's no other way around it. Yeah, and Rick Devins looks very joyful. Let's you know yeah, give him. He's a round. <laughs> yeah. He's got a round face. Let's get him in there. <laughs> Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's get into our stories before we lose all of our listeners. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, I'm ready. And first up, this is crazy. Uh, this is uh, my favorite story of the day, uh, other than uh, Dave joining us. Uh, it is, uh, I'll just read the headline here. No joke. Nearly half of Americans think dinosaurs still roam the earth. Ties a Rem- disclaimer first. These are survey people. Yes, not half of Americans. They didn't half survey of half of people America. who are willing to take the time to take a survey that is spammed to them through some means. And uh, Dave, I don't know if you know that about us. We always preface these survey stories with the fact that normal people aren't taking 10, out, 10 minutes out of their day to take a random survey. These are true survey people who are so lonely and bored and feel like their opinion yeah, People matters. at MIT don't have time to take surveys. Base. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> College graduates who are buried People solving in the final exam. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have time for surveys. So, right? well, I'm going to take this at face value and assume that one person here believed that until they read the article. At least <laughs> that's correct. Maybe, yes. maybe half of us. Yeah. One and a half. Yeah. One and a half. I wasn't sure. You weren't sure. sure. On the day. Tyson <laughs> so, uh, I'll read a little bit of the article. Uh, and this article is deep because they have so much stuff on it. So we're going to get into it all because it is crazy. Uh, and if you're a listener who uh, believes that dinosaurs still do exist, uh, we're not calling you stupid. But we are going to uh, mock this story quite a bit. The people who uh, did uh, believe dinosaurs or still do believe dinosaurs. Do you think at the end of this study, people way- were like... Uh, we have to tell you the truth. Yeah, because. that's what I was going to say. They, they would stop before you leave. Like, hold on. Yeah. One thing I want to know is what is what is they think that uh, an alligator, which they do talk about being an ancestor to dinosaurs and sharks uh, and sharks. Okay. That's what the one loophole I and thought. Birds. One thing I thought about. Yeah, there are. So there are little loopholes like our dinosaurs, dinosaurs scrag- scragglers. Yeah. They kind of kept it kept it going, you know, yeah. the last couple. And I guess that's partly true, but let's get into some of these researchers polling 2000 adults, always 2000 survey people discovered that four in 10 think that famous prehistoric inhabitants existed between 2000 and 10,000 years ago. So around the time of Christ uh, is when <laughs> the dinosaurs really disappeared. And we know why. Last one. I mean, they Jesus, were all living Jesus in... Away, famously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think most of the dinosaurs were in uh, Sodom and Gomorrah and uh, they all got turned to salt. Here, okay, here again, I'm going to give uh, some people... I don't know an excuse. And that is that every time I tell, every time I tell myself how mm-hmm. long ago dinosaurs existed, the time frame is so massive. It's how often are you doing that? Incomprehensible. <laughs> He's jogging like six hours a day, Dave. So no, ev- everything runs through your mind. I used to do, I used to try and do, uh, 
really uh, difficult math problems in my head when I would jog <laughs> or ride my bike by myself. I'd be like, okay, what's the, the square root of 7 million and 52? And then let's just, just like... Do, let's just let's go in the middle of these two numbers and say 150 million years ago, right? Like, what does that number even mean to somebody uh, who thinks about, uh, occasionally thinks about the Earth and its age? It's like so too, too big of a number. They're saying that dinosaurs... Uh, went extinct between or existed between 66 million and 230 million years ago. Here's one in five survey people believe that okay, dinosaur <laughs> only went extinct a hundred years ago. I can't defend that one. A hundred yeah, years ago, I but mean, that's like even like, but, but like, let's say, okay, everybody's heard of the dodo bird. It's the last animal supposedly to go extinct or whatever, the last famous animal to go extinct. And then people are thinking, okay, that probably wasn't that long ago. So, and that, like, those are the things that are probably running through people's heads, right? Are you, yeah. all, are you familiar with the creationism museum in Kentucky? Uh, it is worth looking at just, just Googling. It's uh, basically <laughs> the, the, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. I don't know if you want to go to them in person, but they just have actual, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like not statues, but you know, ex- exhibitions of people exhibits. writing dino- exhibits. That's it. Writing uh-huh. dinosaurs. Uh, it's just humans on top of that. Di- and they, and they have a his a, a storyline based off of creationism that, they're exhibiting old, this as fact. Right? Yes, they're exhibiting it as a fact, but truly the best part is just seeing the, the people, people writing dinosaurs. dinosaurs. So yeah. let's get into this a little further because they've gone through this quite okay. a bit. All right. uh, 54% believe all dinosaurs only lived in Africa or North America, but they found dinosaur bones on every continent all over. And despite there being more than a thousand different species of dinosaurs, the typical adult can name just four. When I read that, I wanted to go read my daughter's dinosaur book and have 10 in my head, but I thought that's cheating. But what we're going to do here right now, Dave, oh, no. can you okay. list more four? than ten, more than four dinosaurs makes you smarter than the average survey person. Uh, Terra, try, I can't even say it. Try T Rex, uh, pterodactyl, uh, the long neck dinosaur. Is that the one that's in little brontosaurus? Foot? That brontosaurus you can't yeah. help him here. Brontosaurus Dave. is yeah. totally what I was gonna say. Look, I, I'm gonna uh, help him because we're raptors, him. velociraptors. There you uh, go, right? Uh, and uh, oh no, the horn one, four. three horns, try, uh, try, try, triceratops. Yes, it's five. Yep. You also got Stegosaurus, you've got uh, Megalodon, you've got Allosaurus, you've got uh, you know Pteranodon, what? you've got, uh, there's a lot. Uh, I'm going to excuse people. Parasaurolophus. I, I read a book to all three of my kids, and in the mm-hmm. book it was a countdown from 10 to 1. Every number had a new dinosaur. Uh, I, I probably read the book a hundred times. Those names are ridiculous. They're so yeah, stupid. They are. And you can only name four because they're the four with the coolest names. It's yeah. like, I don't blame anyone for knowing uh, only four dinosaur names. Okay. The other ones are huge. And I, I would read them to my kids and be like, I don't, honestly don't even know how to pronounce this. This is ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm pronouncing a lot of them wrong. And I've had this conversation before. I always said the word diplodocus. Okay. Ooh, is that how you say it? Actually, I've seen that written. The most popular way to say it, uh, supposedly, is Diplodocus or Diplodocus. 
but all three are ways to pronounce it. So mine incorrect. (laughs) No, mine might be the worst, but (laughs) Diplodocus doesn't even sound accurate to me. And that's like the most common way to pronounce that. So, uh, yeah. Okay. So Danny, uh, holds, uh, these guys, uh, he sympathizes with them for oh, 100%. Okay, sure. I probably know uh, four or five uh, max, but I've seen the names of at least 20 to 30 would be my guess over my lifetime. Okay. Uh, and then, but they say that uh, six and 10 people agreed. There was once a dinosaur called, do you think a Saurus? I don't think that's a stretch. I don't think that's a stretch at all. That some scientist somewhere named it a do you think a saurus? And yeah, by I, the I, way, it wouldn't be spelled like this. It would be like some crazy spelling, just like what you uh you were just talking about pronouncing that one name. And it's like, yeah. oh yeah, do you think a saurus? For sure. There's a do you think a saurus. Well, and the other thing too, the the thing that's interesting about this article is that the adults are finding their kids obsessed with dinosaurs and are then passing misinformation down to them based on what they think or remember or on this article thing being like, Oh yeah, dinosaurs lived only a hundred years ago. And so that is where, uh, this misinformation keeps getting passed on and passed on, not dissimilar to uh, some of the uh, crazy uh, news stories or. Uh, See, I disagree with that because my kids will confront me about information. <laughs> Come on, kids. Tell me what you know. Kids yeah. love lecturing adults. And I'm talking yeah. kids as young as like four or five lecture you about how stupid you are and will repeat things to you even when you correct them. So I don't I don't know what kid is out there just accepting the fact that a parent tells them it's 100 years old because my kids would yell at me. They would ask Alexa. They would talk to Google and I would get an intellectual beat down. From like my eight year old. Would you believe them that. at that point? I would go into my room, probably cry quietly and get on my <laughs> and phone. Then, and then Google. <laughs> <laughs> I Google it all and be like, dang it. You're right. Is it possible? I said one. Is it possible that Jurassic Park and that whole series is part of how people believe that I thought like, it was a people, documentary? It could very well. Yeah. yeah are you, are you guys well. familiar? There's a picture of, of uh, Steven Spielberg and he's with one of the animatronic Triceratops and someone had captured it. I can't believe people are hunting dinosaurs like this in the wild. And that went viral. This is like 10 years ago now. And people yeah. were getting outraged because yeah. they thought Steven Spielberg Big game was hunting hunter. dinosaurs. Exactly. I can believe that. Yeah. And especially when they're an endangered species now. Right. And I've seen doctored old photos that look really good, like black and white. And uh, some of those, uh, you know, like early when it was just kind of a brownish hue on the pictures of people with dinosaurs. And I, you know what? That's a hundred years ago. I could see people eating up that kind of an image being like, yeah. no, I've seen a picture of a dude standing next to a living velociraptor. Yeah. And there's a lot of, and there's a lot of shows like from our youth, uh, like what journey to the center of the earth that deals, isn't there dinosaurs in those? films and so uh and all of this has been cited in this article is that uh they've created some of these like human slash dinosaur interactions but humans have never existed as this at the same time as these uh terrible lizards aka dinosaurs I will excuse everyone for this survey because how much do you everyone? really need to know about He's the one, uh, by the dinosaurs? way. You're the half. He's the one. Unless yeah, you're a paleontologist. The one no, no. <laughs> Unless you're a paleontologist, what do you really need to know? Who cares about dinosaurs? How's that ever going to come up and be relevant in your life? Yeah, but I, I mean, think that like it's a good filter for people. It's like, more let's, important. No, let's it's more like, important. If you're out on the street and you're like, hey, when do you think dinosaurs became extinct? And they're like, they're still alive, bro. And I've got proof. And then I have to be like, I can't 
can't associate with you because this is bad for my reputation. I think that the lesson here is that you should be honest mm -hmm. rather than just try to guess. If someone says, uh, hey, do you think it's dinosaurs okay to say, I don't know, ago, say, I don't care about dinosaurs. Like okay. the problem is you get suckered in, especially survey people to wanting to give answers or wanting to prove to that, you know, I'm a big know. supporter of that. Yeah, but I think you should that you don't, say, know I don't care. Yeah. I don't care about dinosaurs. I don't care. It's like what, what, what you can say. I don't know, or I don't care. Don't make up an answer that's just me. yeah. Be right. And I think that that's the problem with a survey like this. It's this information that you're like, oh, a hundred years ago, I really, I mean, saber tooth tigers. I've seen pictures of them eating people. <laughs> it's just like they should have just said, I don't They're care. I've seen the Ice Age documentaries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen Jurassic the Crudes, more modern documentaries. And so, I mean, I forgive a lot of adults who are just like, oh, dude, dinosaurs. How does that even matter to me? I just wish they would have said i don't care rather than try and answer the question the problem is there's like four out of ten tried to answer a question they didn't know the answer to is really the headline for the story yeah and that's the headline for uh, a lot oh, of so surveys. many so many <laughs> surveys. five out of ten americans don't know and don't know they don't know <laughs> uh so that's a great story uh, anything to add there, guys? Uh, Dave, uh, did we open your eyes at all? Any new knowledge? I just, uh, as, as with what we hoped would happen with the survey, if you're on your way out of this podcast at any point, just know that dinosaurs never don't exist. Yes. <laughs> but I think they already knew that. They just need to say, I don't want to answer any of these questions. Let's yeah. do less surveys. But how about this is a question to walk away from, uh, or Tyson, uh, to continue on with this. What do you think we should clone dinosaurs if the technology was available? I mean, what could go wrong? <laughs> that's, like, that's the opposite of what Jeff Goldblum said. That's the exact opposite. <laughs> let me, yeah, let me explain chaos theory. So let me yes. you go on. Put a drop of water on your hand okay. and very seductively watch work? it run down your skin. Okay. Should I do it again? No, yeah, just keep doing it. You'll notice that every time it's different. It's impossible to predict the path of the water. See, I actually don't subscribe to that because the water will always take the most concave channel. Mm, because there's okay. something at play called uh, gravity. <laughs> okay. That's why there's well, riverbeds. That's why there's riverbeds, Danny. Okay. I agree. Look, this is just on a movie. There's it's repeating. It was a sweet pickup line, okay? He, it was a great move, right? Uh, he yeah. studies with the masters, those pickup artists. I love artists. the chaos theory idea, and the idea it does hold some some reasoning and, and soundness to it, but his water... Uh, it was a pickup move. He's like, uh, initiate skin to skin contact. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, he's reading the books of he some pickup artist so fast. Today. Yeah, now when you he, think he went on the pickup artist on MTV <laughs> to learn that move? Uh, yeah, if not on, at least read some of his material. Okay. Do you guys remember the pickup artist? He used to wear those goggles no. on his forehead. Such yeah. a baller. <laughs> <laughs> Where all those old now? shows feel like a weird dream we all collectively had. <laughs> we remember really well. <laughs> You know what? That, uh, <laughs> uh, what's that that thing called? The Berenstain Berenstein Bears yes. thing, oh where gosh. you're like, oh, Mandela what effect. What? Yeah, the Mandela yeah. effect. This is one of those where it's like, did the pickup artist exist? And did he wear those stupid goggles on his forehead? <laughs> or did we just all know a guy? <laughs> yeah, or did we just know a guy that was like that? <laughs> um, let's move into our second story of the day. Uh, the headline is Italian artist sells invisible sculpture for more than eighteen thousand dollars, fifteen thousand euros. Uh, this is incredible because I think 
if I were to be an artist of any kind, I would be an artist of invisible sculptures. Oh, inspiring artists everywhere are starting to get their works ready for sale. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> uh, I've got plenty of sculptures around here in that case. Yeah, Dude, right? So why don't you show us, some of, like show us <laughs> some of your finest works? Oh, yeah. Right so, so this one's 10,000 <laughs> NFT dollars. I don't know. Ooh, yes. Oh, I almost like dropped it. it. Sorry. I'll put it down. Oh, be careful. <laughs> don't yeah. break it. Uh, <laughs> anything can be a work of art, even nothing. Italian artist Salvador Garu recently auctioned an, an invisible sculpture for 15,000 euros or over $18,000. The sculpture's initial price was set between 6,000 and 9,000 euros. However, the price was raised after several bids were placed. Alternate headline, people have so much money, they no longer know what to do yeah. with it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, the, I would say the one thing I went to his Instagram expecting to see just a bunch of invisible sculptures, but he does sculpts, which was the weirdest twist for me. I didn't expect that he, uh, so on the I sides, think, makes So sculptures. it goes on to explain, and it's not his first invisible. He did another invisible thing where he boxed off a square in the street, and there was an invisible sculpture of a Buddha contemplating that he had sculpted and uh he is a real artist and i think that's where the value comes in is that when you purchase an invisible sculpture you get a signed certificate of authenticity of that sculpture from him and so i'm assuming that is what's retaining or creating any amount of value for uh this genre yeah. medium i don't know if even you know what and if you it. have disposable income you're like look at this ridiculous thing i purchased for eighteen thousand. Yes, exactly. do you really think the guy who buys yeah. it though is high-fiving his buddies with like a flute of champagne like look at this sweet invisible sculpture like i don't think <laughs> yeah i mean as a joke they didn't buy it as right. a joke i think he's like very like they probably solemn they got great overhead lighting yeah brings his friends into this room look at this no so it's in the beautiful. thing it says in the article, it says he suggests a five foot by five foot space, empty space, but the lighting doesn't have to be anything special and neither do the, does the air condition, which is separate to a real authentic sculpture where lighting is important. And also the air surrounding the sculpture can determine whether or not it will deteriorate over time. So this, he says, is hardier. So I think you find this space, put the certificate up on the wall behind it. And then when people say, what is this space? And you say, sit down, I have a tell to tell. <laughs> so <laughs> the story of buying the sculpture is really what you're paying for. The That's more you talk about it, the more Tyson talks about, the more I think he might buy one of these. <laughs> to explain, to, like, somebody walks in, they're like, oh, this is an empty space. You could put a couch there. And you're like, is it empty, though? Why don't you look at that certificate up there? This is actually a sculpture of a vacuum, which I think is what he No, Is that what he claimed it to be a vacuum or he, uh, I don't know, uh, whatever the sculpture was. And then. He said the beauty of it is you get to use your imagination, which everyone has inside of them. Uh, and he sells it very well, but not well, well enough must. for me to purchase. I would purchase a certificate for whatever the amount his signature is worth. Uh, unless it's really his signature is really worth $18,000. That's too much for a signature. People who buy stuff like this are the reason I get so many phone calls every day for scams. 
It's like if Whatever. you could get a guy to fall for an invisible sculpture for eighteen thousand dollars, you can get me to renew my warrant, my non-existent warranty, or a call from China, or like far less. A house warranty? Well, I didn't know I was up for renewal, and also that it had expired, <laughs> and that the call would come from China. None of this is making sense. Yes, but I just this bothers me. This type of stuff bothers me for on so many different levels. So you is think this, this guy's a grifter, and you? Uh, don't agree with his grift i mean just the whole thing I, who's got the money and mm-hmm. you know what that's just my opinion like if i had eighteen thousand three hundred dollars i can think of a lot of better ways to spend it and uh it doesn't it's not My a good look egg. for rich people yeah exactly buy some dinosaur bones to re-educate the masses mm-hmm. uh, rather th- throw it away on invisible sculpture i mean the guy that bought the sculpture probably believes that uh, dinosaurs existed 100 years ago i just, I just this, don't like it is it better or worse than uh buying a star you know what i mean where you go oh that's your star and you can't even locate it in the sky Worse. Like when you said certificate, it sounded like the same thing to me. If you get a certificate and you get to name the star and the sure. actual star, like when you look up on a star map, does state that name, that's for me something. Yeah. Because you got to see, you can see it with like, your eyes. That's more like placing like a picture of you in the audience of the uh, NBA games in the bubble. The like problem that, with the star. Because as they pan around and you see yourself in the audience, that's actually... For me, that is something. You're getting something. The right. problem with the star is when I go to claim it and I have mm-hmm. to fight like a thousand year war and I could wipe out entire planets. <laughs> That's going to be the problem with owning stars is when you actually physically take possession. You're going to have to kill a lot of people. I never thought really that long term. <laughs> yeah, right. So just think about that when you buy someone a star, what you're buying for them is probably a 10,000 year war. Uh, in space, so unless, unless the space federation respects the authority from the world to indeed claim ownership, yeah, of that star. yeah, that'd be know, crazy. I don't know space copyright laws yet, but that's I don't either. <laughs> yeah, is this the time we should be buying up real estate in the stars? What if this is early Bitcoin for stars? It's like this is crazy, dude. Like, it could be the ten the Ted Turner of the universe where it's like <laughs> Ted Turner owns millions and millions of acres in the US but guess what Tyson has he has trillions of acres in space oh my gosh stars and if you own the star you own everything around the star because let's face it the star is everything so I, you own I don't the know planet. star law either yeah, yeah I, don't I, either. I mean I'm going to start star law right now and say that <laughs> by buying a star you own everything that benefits from its gravitational pull so everything in its gravity is now yours because it is part of the star so you have all the planets all the moons asteroid belts all the material wealth you just have to go in and you know show a certificate to the aliens living there mm-hmm. that and you it's all yours. It for that you bought it for marge 20 years ago because it was a <laughs> yeah. last minute mother's day gift and you were like shit what a uh, gift yeah <laughs> She was mad at the time, but now you're extracting honestly better than a millions of pounds of terillium, which is a <laughs> compound we aren't even familiar with yet. Does that mean that anyone living near or around the star would be, you know, Margians? Are they are they named? I mean, after... you get to choose. Yeah, you right. get to choose. You could, yeah. you name the star if you name it after Marge. Yeah, then probably Margians or something like that. Uh, so uh, that's interesting. Uh, I guess we'll 
keep waiting for alien news. And then, cause I'm not going <laughs> to buy until I'm certain about that because I definitely do not want to be like, uh, what's that story? What's that movie with uh, Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise where they go and claim land and they have a running race to like stake their claim. It's the first movie they did together. Somebody in the chat will know. Uh, but it feels like that, like space is that where we're sprinting out to put our homesteading. Flag. What is that? Yeah. Called? To homestead. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to homestead space for a minimum currently, but who far and away is the name of the movie. But is the rest of the universe respecting our claims when we plant the flag? Probably not. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. 10,000 year war. You better have the funds to, to fight that in the cryo chamber to stay alive. So you can actually enjoy <laughs> well, the cryo chamber. Just keep your brain alive. And then you'll have to have some type of animatronic uh, system because remember how Danny, you invested in all the Chuck E. Cheese animatronics. Cause you were going to have your brain, put brain put into in the mouse drummer. When sure. uh, that would be terrifying, the mouse drummer emerges from the <laughs> ship as the uh, the inhabitants of your Tyson solar system being conquered. <laughs> like sparks coming out of They'd its face. They'd be so embarrassed. Now. They're like, "This is the guy we lost to this giant yeah. mechanical mouse." <laughs> it is not about my animatronics. It is about my brain. You'd have to constantly sell that. Like that would be your thing. You're just like, I know this vessel is not perfect for <laughs> my brain, but it is the easiest and the only one I could find at the time. Man. Wow. It would make it would make a great sculpture at least. Yes. It would. Yeah. Dude. All right. Well, Tyson, you know what? I think that you should sit on this artist, wait till he's got something in your price range and buy a certificate. Because uh -huh. I'd like to see. I can only imagine prices going down, but I do not know because there's a lot of things I don't know about. And maybe that was the cheapest you're ever going to get in on this artist. So find someone uh, else, an up and comer. This next article is uh, we chose it specifically for Dave to respond to. Yes. And it is about a. TikTok beekeeper who was called out for allegedly staging her videos. Uh, staging. Yes. Explain. Which, so beekeeping is, you know, kind of trendy and uh, people are interested in that type of stuff. It is trendy. And she supposedly the way the story goes is that they do have bees, but the way she's handling them, the way she's dressed, those type of things are not in line with how you would actually work or keep bees. And they're saying her husband most probably does all the work, sets up the bees. Then she gets the quick little TikTok, and then she becomes famous for it. Which is that a crime, Dave, to do that? So I, I have so many questions that aren't answered anywhere yet, including the post article that was initially written before all this. That was like, yay, the speedkeeper TikToker. Yeah. Uh, but I don't. It's that's actually fairly common that you have uh, on TikTok, at least that you have spouses or boyfriend, girlfriends who one is kind of in charge of filming and editing and the other one's on camera. And this is a little unique in that the person filming knows about beekeeping but that's what confuses me is if he's the one putting this footage together why isn't he going oh you shouldn't be wearing that you shouldn't be doing that i'm confused about that aspect of it and that hasn't really been explained uh but i also just i don't have you guys watched the actual tiktoks 
No, I haven't. Uh, the reason I actually chose this for you before we get too deep into it is that she really started gaming, gaining traction on TikTok after the Washington Post, <gasps> your employer, did a big story on her. She exploded. Yeah. And I, I don't, uh, it could be chicken or the egg thing. I, it's very possible that we are the reason. I, I do think that we are the reason she became popular outside of TikTok, um, which is the same thing that I think that kind of brought her down is that, uh, yes. that one, that one that had been posted on Twitter was the one that really got all the critique criticism. And right. so I think, and that's always kind of what happens is as soon as it gets out of that TikTok bubble, everyone's kind of going with different set of eyes that aren't that going, we should really be. <laughs> analyzing what you're doing here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's sort of the, the double-edged sort of TikTok is it's like a more wholesome part of the internet, but every so often someone's kind of getting away with something that they probably shouldn't be getting away with. So I saw stills and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, she grabs, she's scooping up bees with her bare hand in the video that got criticized. Is that correct? Yeah. I'm not sure that was what they were critiquing necessarily. One of the main things they were poking fun at was that she just had, just had a spare queen bee in her pocket that, which is. Oh hilarious. yeah. I did read that too, that it, it was yeah. a queenless hive and that she scooped it up, put it in a new place and gave it a queen bee so it could thrive, which sounded very weird to me as well, but I don't know anything about bees. So I just moved on. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think most of the criticism was, honestly, I would say, I don't know. I don't know anything about beekeeping either. My great-great-grandpa wrote a book about beekeeping, though, which is kind of weirdly <laughs> related to today. Dude, I thought that was so cool. funny. Yeah, it's called the Beekeeper's Bible. But there have been other beekeeper's Bibles written since. But, I, you know, he's the real, the real original Bible beekeeper. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know that anything was that bad. It was just that it was so clearly staged. I think that's really people's problem with it is it's not so much that she's doing terrible things. It's that, Oh, this is so clearly not something that she does. See, but that is the least surprising thing about all this, because I, I feel like so much is staged so much is there's like, it looks low production, but there's actually a lot of thought going into everything that happens to make it as viral as possible. So if you were to right. tell me that that was staged, I'd be like, well, that makes sense yeah, to me. Like everything about that. That's that's exactly probably why they're successful. That's probably why they're on the news right now because they're taking a risk and it's paying off. And uh, now they've got something that's viral. That to me makes the most sense. So that's the, so the, this is the kind of the full scope of everything in one little uh, art part of the article here. It says that uh, uh, Thompson has been called out for uh, not wearing protective equipment or tying her hair back in the videos because the bees can probably get trapped in her hair and also protective equipment like the face shield or whatever all that stuff is called and wearing dark clothing, which can aggravate bees. That's the reason beekeeper suits are white. And uh, so that's uh, those are the things that are. Uh, people are having issue with and saying that's the reason it's probably this, not real. This is the thing, and and I think it'll be summed up with the the Paul Mayweather fight. And it's that when you have inexperienced people getting all the attention, all the money, those with tons of uh, knowledge and tons of experience get really upset. Uh, maybe not just for themselves. Maybe they'd look at other people in their kind of sphere of experience and they're like, why aren't, you know, why isn't this person getting a ton of money? But they're ones nitpicking because they're upset that someone who seems to know so little is coming into their world and just taking off. I mean, and to so, be fair, I wouldn't take 10 times the amount of money Logan Paul has to be Logan Paul. 
Yeah, but he got, I think I saw he got $20 million to get punched in the face by Mayweather. And I saw so many people on different boxing uh, accounts complaining, like, dude, well-known boxers, world-famous boxers, you know, successful ones will never even get close to touching that type of a person. And it's like, that's how the internet works. You know, a lot of people complain that it's the famous people, not necessarily people who know the most or are the most experienced or even the best who get the recognition and the money. And I think when yeah. you see those people, they present themselves by then doing what is happening here and going after the people who make the money. And I, I, I you know, that's just the world we live in. It's not fair, but yeah. it's the world. Yeah. I think that and you just kind of like the, I think the main, uh, what really kickstarted this was all the other outside of Twitter getting is, is all the other beekeepers specific. That's yes. the people that, that really made it uh, a story is because they were going, well, hold on a second. This is none of this is, is how we but do her fans. Yeah. And this is the great thing about like living inside a, a world like TikTok or maybe Patreon is that those people surrounding you typically don't call you out. So until she really made it big, it seems like she probably just had her uh, yes people standing around her, applauding her and patting like her. How awesome back. she was. Yeah. yeah. You're so great. But then yeah, it moved outside that world and, Things got but ugly. the thing is, is that she's still getting those views and she's known that she's been staging it the whole time. So why is that hurting her feelings? You're staging it. I know. But, uh, <laughs> like, I know. I can't bees. believe she did so much money <laughs> staging this thing that, you know, so why I, would they, yeah, why would they change is what you're saying? Why would, uh, they, why change would they change? Just stick to the formula. And you know what? There's going to be haters hating on the stuff you're doing, but if it's bringing success and, you're not harming people by like, if she was sharing misinformation where she's like, and now you punch the bees as hard as you can. And then you make a loud humming noise around them <laughs> to really calm them down. That's what like, my great, great grandfather wrote. In the I was in the beekeeper. Chapter Bible. one, punch him in the face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then chapter two, make the most annoying sound in the world for as long as you can. And as loud as you can, as close as you can to the bees. Like, so as long as she's not like, endangering people or spreading misinformation uh in a harmful manner i think it's fine whatever by the way we we I, I, we all complain about people like this, but I think if you're someone who's out there making a ton of money, like a, a Paul or like this lady, I always think back to that scene in the Simpsons when they, uh, the Arnold impersonator, the, the Arnold character on that show uh-huh. makes another bad movie. McBain. And they ask him, yeah, McBain, how can you sleep at night? And he says on a pile of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it like basically sums up all you have to say when people criticize you for how you do your thing. It's like, well, I sleep every night on a giant pile of money. <laughs> And an article said that she hadn't even responded yet. And I kind of think that in this case might be the right move where oh, it's totally. mostly always the right move. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's you can't respond to haters who are already have it out for you because you're never going to win. It's like having a political argument with someone who has their mindset or a religious argument like they have their mindset. They think they're right no matter what and vice versa. And so it's like, why have that conversation with somebody who's just out to get me? My favorite ones that I get, honestly, are people that don't follow me on any medium, but message me out of the blue and are like, Hey, I hate you. Uh, I hated you on your first season. You got a stupid face. And uh, I think you're the biggest jerk and I hate you so much. That's how I actually met Tyson. I just, yeah. And I'm like, that that direct message. I sent him a box of bees and they open it. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, they don't follow me. They, so they somehow just were like, I got to search this guy right now and send him a message that clearly states will not get through. 
and then uh, send it to them. And then that's going to make me feel better. And it's like you realize, A, the thing you're commenting on was 14 years ago, firstly. And you're just doing your Survivor rewatch now. And secondly, I kicked so much ass back then (laughs) that you telling me I didn't doesn't affect me at all. Ty, so just get prepared. I, I love how you're learning how to deal with it now because when you go to claim your star, yeah, no, you're learning how to deal with it now. Things. I've been dealing with it for 15 years and it's easy. Yeah. The aliens. No, we actually claimed it first. Well, you know what? Talk to Danny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I couldn't handle it. You know what? I I am interested in bees. I do see a lot of bee stuff and I've just been surprised at how much it does blow up, like how cool beekeeping is supposedly right now supposed to be what is so cool about beekeeping is because you feel like you're saving the world because of the bee yeah, shortage on tiktok that's the appeal tiktok yeah. is when i first was saving the pollinators the, yes and, and even like two years ago they don't say it anymore but it was like save the turtles that was the sort of the visco girl meme uh, yeah and and bees are kind of wrapped into all of the that new turtles of, they're the new yeah, turtles they are oh my gosh yes. I talk about kids not letting you uh, forget things my kids lecture me all the time on how the bees are disappearing and how the world's gonna end yeah uh, I've uh yeah and uh is that just a narrative we've learned or cuz we're still getting stung by bees out here. Uh, <laughs> How do you know it's a bee? I feel like you might be getting stung by other things. Scorpions, uh I wasps, mean, bees sting you in the day. Yeah, Scul- uh, invisible sculptures you trip into. I mean we take care of the bees. Busy. We have a lot of flowers out for the bees here and and fruit trees and stuff. Uh but it is one of those things that is yeah, I think there's twofold. It's save the bees and we're doing something good for the planet. And also the other part is that they're creating their own food source. It's like, you know, the people in downtown LA who are like, we have chickens. It's like, how do you have chickens and why do you have chickens? Because we get our own eggs every morning. I was like, get a life, bro. <laughs> you can buy a trillion eggs at Costco if you wanted to. So I, like, I get those, I get those, uh, those like three pack. Yeah. yeah. And 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 it's, it's just me and my wife, by the way. I'm like, we need all these. <laughs> yeah, we have to eat all these. Danny yeah. famously eats a uh, half dozen eggs every day. I don't, again, an exaggeration. Tyson. Is it? What's the most Four eggs? eggs in a day? Two Four with eggs. yolk, two without. Every day, Dave. What Almost is your egg day. consumption? Yeah. I, I would I, normally my egg consumption is is two or three, but six wouldn't be a problem. I, I've done that many times, so that's not oh, a fellow egg man. Yeah. Yes. I used to yes. love eggs that much that I would do that. I'd do half a dozen scrambled in the mornings when I was like a teenager. Now maybe once now every a gallon two weeks. of water and three cups of coffee. Two. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I'll have yeah, I'll look, if I make an omelet, I, I usually do a five egg omelet. So that to give you an idea, that sounds my, so good. Yeah. Man. yeah. Also, uh, Dave, you touched on something. You have a wife, which <laughs> in all of your TikToks, no one would ever know that about you. Yeah, it's uh, it's become a, a running joke for people who do know because they, they just kind of you know my friends will be like, "Is Madi okay?" <laughs> like, yeah, I, I thought you were locked yeah. in this apartment by yourself for a year and just so, were like kind of slowly losing your mind and creating better content. <laughs> and, that, as, and, that is, 
that means I'm kind of doing my job because uh, yeah. that was intentional. The whole like, especially at the beginning of the whole pandemic quarantine TikTok thing was this guy is going crazy. This, yeah. this Washington Post journalist has lost his mind. And yes. that's we're all watching it happen. And, you know, that's not untrue. But, uh, she, you know, she just doesn't she doesn't want to be on camera and, and she has her own job. And so she she's, you know, doing that. Uh, but I, I've been trying desperately to get her to be in the very last TikTok before we go back to the office. And the whole premise being the camera just pans and I'd be like, who are you? Yeah. You've been here the whole time. <laughs> exactly. The joke writes itself. Yeah. That's exactly Wait, what it is. You didn't yeah. see me do all that stuff on TikTok, Did you? I've been here the whole time. <laughs> exactly. And then like a very quick super cut of like, and then she's just there every time. Yeah. She's in the end of everything. That's really, that's really smart and also sounds hard to build from a 41 year old standpoint. But I look forward to it. My favorite thing about your TikToks. Uh, before we move on to the next story is your face. And I've said it's, this to you. You told me that. And I don't know what you mean. So I want you to yeah. explain it because I actually don't there, Tyson. I love it, but I have no idea what you mean. So you'll look in because he I one time I was like, I love your face in this one. He's like, yeah, I was going for an earnest look. Uh, there's just when he's having conversations with himself he does different facial expressions based on which character he's doing. And there's this one facial expression that is just so innocent and pure and naive and also a little bit dead inside that I just, <laughs> for some reason, love. It's like he's like earnest it. and he wants to be there, but he also is clueless. And the, whatever character that is, that's my favorite character of yours. Is it, is it like the... Yeah, that, that's the one right there. <laughs> that's that's a combination of of me making fun of my sister who would often stare into space and make that. So that was that's basically me doing an impression of when she would just be in. She would just kind of go because I'd like, be like, "Where are you right now?" I want to <laughs> yeah. hug you and then whisper in your ear that dinosaurs haven't existed for sixty six to two hundred and thirty million that, years. That character definitely believes that people are writing dinosaurs to work for. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> In, in Texas. Yeah. Is that part of the survey? Yeah. Are people taking dinosaurs to work? People have yes. interacted with dinosaurs. That was one of the... Yeah. So, uh, pay Dave a compliment. I did that. Now, on to our next story. Uh, banned from game night. Monopoly, uh, once again, survey people, but also probably not untrue. Monopoly leads to the most fights among family and friends on game night. Uh, in a survey, uh, they found that Monopoly is an infuriating game to play and that uh, some of the results from this survey are that uh, 46% of people uh, being surveyed have quit uh, games because they're losing have accused other players of cheating, 44%, or two or more players get into an argument, also 44%. And uh, I think that's fairly typical, but also uh, isn't why games were fully created, I don't think. To sit down, you're like, okay, I'm going to forget the cares of the world. I'm going to sit down with my family, have some good time. We're going to have fun playing this competitive game. I'm going to dominate them. I'm going to really really you know put the pressure down and my five-year-old will know who the boss in this family oh, is yeah, no dominance by the end of monopoly and then somehow from there it goes all downhill 
I'm going to say something very controversial, which is not really directly Ooh. answering to what you I love Monopoly. And I am that guy uh, as the youngest of four kids that be like, uh-huh. all right, we're, like I would bring that. They say, we'll bring a game up. And I bring that up like we're not doing that. And I think and the, the controversial part really of this is that I always felt that people that don't like Monopoly are people who've never won Monopoly. So they've never yeah. felt they've never felt like, well, why should yeah. I play? I've never won it. Yeah. Uh, I think I won a game pretty early on. So I was like, oh, well, this is awesome when you win. But I don't even I, know how to win Monopoly. I may have won or yeah, How do not, people win? They just take everyone's money. I think you just keep going forever you, and ever. You, I don't you, think I've ever finished a game of Monopoly. You, to be you, honest. You, uh, you get a Monopoly. You, yeah, because when someone what's supposed to happen is when someone quits or, or goes bankrupt, they're supposed to give you their properties. So they give it to you, whoever they want. No, they have to give it to. So, like, let's say they were. um they couldn't pay rent at my property. No, then it's if yours, they right? Then it's mine. So whoever they landed on that bankrupted them, they get those those properties. Um, and once that happens, the game, the end usually accelerates a little bit faster. But the other way is the, the free parking sort of loophole where you just, whenever you land on free parking, you have to put money or all the money that you get to the bank actually goes into free parking. So every so often someone just gets the lottery and they, they land on free parking. That person has a better chance of winning. That wow. usually accelerates things. I said I didn't even know how it's played. I don't think I played this maybe three weeks ago and I just got, I quit. I was a quitter. And that's the thing. And that's why I'm, I'm, I think the controversial, the other part of it is that I love playing it to the end, but I think that's very few people that would, that'd be willing to do the four to six hours oh, of so playing Monopoly. Long. Yeah. Or longer, depending on how many people, uh, yeah, I, I mean, and I accept that. It's not even as if I, I, I totally understand why someone want to play Monopoly, but I do think that if you really enjoy the game, then that's uh, it's an endurance sport. It, yeah, you guys, you guys go running and biking and hiking. I play Monopoly. That's yeah, my thing for yeah. the same amount of time. But are you yeah. Instagramming about it? You have no, been. no, of course not. No, or YouTube videos about Monopoly. Actually, uh, actually I have been YouTube videos about Monopoly. Yes. <laughs> they have, they have the um, no, every so often, not every all the time though, but every so often they come up with a really funny or really terrible Monopoly like special edition spinoff, whatever they're called. Uh, so one time they had millennials from Monopoly or Monopoly for millennials. Okay. And so we did a, we did a, a basically a, a review of that. We had four people play the game. And, and we had them, we had millennials and Gen X. It was actually somewhat inspired by Survivor Millennials versus Gen X, where I was thinking we're going to have different generations playing Rift. this. Yes. Of Rift. Yes. And uh, it was actually pretty funny on camera, but the game, th- those games are horrible. They also have uh, Socialism Monopoly, which doesn't mm-hmm. make sense, like technically speaking. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, and the whole, and it's just a lot of um, like sharing. A lot of sharing, a lot of kind of, <laughs> I, I, don't, I mean, a lot of sort of misunderstanding of what socialism is too, but like as a joke, like it's just all of the tropes of those things. Yeah. Like just like the, the millennial one is the same thing. It's just a bunch of tropes. And so they're really fun to play one time. Then they're, then you're done. Where it's oh, just the like, good thing is I house or have an avocado toast. And you're like, that's it. That's one of them. Yeah. Avocado toast is yeah. Like hard. yeah. Uh, I hate all games. I, I, a lot I of people can't... in the chat. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, just like Monopoly, I can't stand, and this is why my wife plays a lot of games with her uh, brothers and sisters, and I just, too much yelling, too much arguing all the time. I can't stand the conflict. It's just, it drives me away from the gameplay. So I am definitely one of these people who, I'm a survey person here. Like, I just can't play Monopoly. When I set up a game for my family, I know that if I win, 
this is against my daughters. I know that if I win, they are both going to be upset. So I have the camera on a tripod on the ready pointing at them. And if <laughs> I am in the lead to take victory, I turn the camera on knowing I'm going to get a reaction where we're all having fun to complete and total devastation. And uh, I've, uh, I live Instagrammed one of them where I was like, Oh, I won guys. And both of them are just like, <laughs> I don't think we're having fun though right it's a game that we're having fun it's okay to lose sometimes in a game and they're like no I can't be-. and even my two year old just like puts her hands on her face and <laughs> runs to her room and is just like <laughs> I'm like you only have that reaction because your older sister is crying about a defeat totally, oh, totally yeah and uh, it's uh, it's really great right now I'm never playing socials of Monopoly again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, uh, but everybody here in the, uh, in the chat is, uh, chiming in. Somebody's saying Pictionary is worse because the rules are so vague. So everybody kind of has their own interpretation. Uh, uh, others are saying risk is the worst one. Uh, and I also like risk that's so I think that's my personality is to like really boring, long board games and make make people finish. (laughs) How long have you, how many times have you had or have flipped the risk? board over before the game is done. It sounds like uh, never for him. I haven't. I've experienced, I've actually experienced a version of that, but I did make a TikTok way early pandemic where I was playing with myself as one, as one does, who's going crazy. Uh, and yes. one person, one of me flips the board. So uh, I very much have lived that moment through TikTok, but not in real life. I have not done that, but okay. that happens. That's a weird, I mean, I'd be curious in the chat. I mean, people actually have experienced the either flipping the board or like, some kind of storming out where they mess up all the pieces and leave. That's, yeah. that's a thing for sure. I don't know if I've really ever done that, but I also, I went to a magic card uh, tournament and that's a common, that's a common action they take is this like to mimic flipping the, flipping the table. Oh, I see. Sure. So when they're frustrated with how the game's going and stuff, that is actually a <laughs> do you universal. Bring that into, do you bring that to other parts of your life too, when you're just mad about something and you're not even at should. a table? Ah, just, this is like flipping the table right now and then have to. I thought dinosaurs were real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Susanna says her family is always accusing her of cheating. That's pretty common. I accuse people of cheating in pickleball, even when I know they're not, when they have an amazing shot, I'm just like, you cheated. I don't to, know how I'm going yeah, to find out. Like uh, subtly or not so subtly, just yeah. try to chip away their confidence. Exactly. Phil Russell in the chat says, uh, Jenga always leads me to being banished to the couch. Uh, <laughs> that's the real relationship killer Jenga. Uh, and uh, let's see. That's uh yeah rage, uh, rage says, is, the, is the right term by oh, the way. So rage quitting, rage yeah, yeah, rage quit. And uh, oh, I'll, you know that's I do Danny know about will rage do quitting. some rage quitting. Yeah. Online like when I used to play, you know, video games uh-huh in I another lifetime. Quit. Yeah. Dude, you were you should have started streaming video games. You would have been perfect at that. Everybody would I don't think I could be entertaining enough. I do rage quit, but no. Did you flip the TV? <laughs> people fight in uh, a game before but before you could play online i used to have at my house like i had four xboxes and what is that like 16 controllers and four tvs yeah and one time a guy came into the room he was playing on a different team and came in and slapped <laughs> so oh <my> <laughs> it was so funny <laughs> they started fighting oh so because yeah. of how the game was going 
Yeah, yeah. It was uh I don't know, it was like spawn killing or something like that. Okay. <laughs> Which always will lead someone to rage quit. Yeah. My brother but, used to do that to me on the original 007. So, yeah, so sad. I was gonna regenerate and he'd just be waiting there just like boom. And I was like, This isn't even fun. Like, why am I playing this with you? Yeah, video I was like, games You're a, superior to my the game. So you know that. But then on top of that, you know you have memorized where I'm gonna respawn every time I show up. And it's just like automatic death, which is funny. I get the humor of that for like five minutes. But then after that, it's like, okay, what am I doing? Yeah. The video games, I feel like are the board games just so much more, you know, in terms of rage and the things you could do to mock your opponents, like you, like the, the teabagging that people used to do online. They still probably do it. They, they still probably over do your it. dead body. They do worse stuff. Than unnecessary oh, yeah. mutilations of your corpse. That's only it's evolved. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that was the early, you were in the early days, Danny, a true pioneer. Oh yeah. my gosh. It was, just to watch they've someone. All, they've all settled in the West now. And it's just, <laughs> you don't want to know. I'd probably the region, the ultimate rage quit is just not to ever play again because eventually you'd be just not good at all. And you're so sick and tired of being teabagged after being killed. That's what I do. Uh, you're just like, I'm done. This is the ultimate rage quit. I will never play video games again. Thank you internet so i would like to be good at video games i am not i was not raised on video games i never took the time to learn video games i don't have the eye hand coordination to master 39 different buttons on one controller (laughs) and whatever sequence i have to to do the thing i'm decent at racing games because that's just steering and go and stop uh but uh, so for that reason, I bought a Nintendo Switch, realizing that most of those games are more simple and yeah. more friendly uh, to the novice or to the uh, amateur or weekend warrior type people. But I did make the mistake of buying Super Smash Brothers at many people's recommendation, even listeners here. And I got on once. Uh, I never played Super Smash Brothers, any iteration of it whatsoever. And my brother-in-laws proceeded to destroy yep. me. And That's a brutal game if you don't know what you doing. the last time I've opened that game, and I wish I would have bought that game on the little drive rather than via online so that I could uh, return it immediately. Because that game is trash. <laughs> Anybody who's good at that game, get a life it doesn't like you <laughs> see <laughs> ultimate rage quit is to just yeah that's rage never quit. play again yeah, you did it. yeah i won't even look at the game on i put it all the way at the bottom i think i undownloaded it from my how do you say that undownloaded that doesn't mm-hmm. sound right you just removed put, it put, you removed put, it, put it from my device back to the cloud. Yeah. Yeah, yeah back to the cloud so it's there if somebody's at my house and wants to play it with somebody that's not me i'll watch but i will not play Someone said Rocket League, and that's a good that's a good game, including for someone like me, for people that are that never really played that much. And I have I have a switch. To, like, it's those type of games that I like more because the only yeah. games I had when I was a kid, I, I was only good at the games that we got, which were weirdly specific, uh, like Simpsons Hit and Run. <laughs> I was really okay. good at that game, whatever that <laughs> <Yeah>. means. <laughs> I never heard uh, of that game. That it's more game. of a it's more of a story, but yeah, you like I completed the, the whole game and I loved it. And that's exact. That's my pace where you, when you're bored, it's not unlike Grand Theft Auto. You just kind of drive around and don't think about yeah. the game. So that was, that's the kind of game I need. Uh, and Rocket League has a similar, like sort of not there's points, but it's like more senseless. You're just kind of, yeah. Well, I like Mario Odyssey that 
and those are the games like I like Mario Odyssey. I like Mario Kart, Mario Party. Uh, those are the games that are for me. All the games my little girl plays. <laughs> I bet I'd crush her in all of those, dude. Easy. I don't. She, she never plays it. against anyone but the computer. Uh, for the, probably for the very reason that I I don't like to play video games anymore. Whenever she plays against her brother, she gets crushed. Yeah, and she does. She used to swear. <laughs> what would she say? She's uh, three. Well, no, when she was four, she used to yell "damn" uh, when she was playing Mario. Uh, I think that what what was the one you just talked about? Where they all battle Mario Party. the smash brothers and she would just scream that from the room we had to tell her that that she couldn't say that but or she she has to wait till she's older to, you know before she can say that so they can blame her cursing not on us that's what it all yeah. comes down to it's like no she wasn't Luigi. swearing when she was in our house so it wasn't our fault i'm also but, for uh, some reason a purist a nintendo purist so on my nintendo switch i will only allow games made by nintendo yeah, the first thing I downloaded was uh, uh, Zelda Link to the Past, which was a game in 1996 I couldn't complete. And so yeah. that was one of the first things I did was finally finish my collections. It's yeah, good to have you. goals. Yeah, Congratulations. that was my goal. It's, yeah. It was either play Monopoly for six hours or, you know, finish Link. And you needed people to play Monopoly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my, my wife was not going to do You that. could repurpose all your Teledildonic devices to uh, have people across the internet <laughs> play Monopoly to with play you. Monopoly with. <laughs> it's not yeah. the same. You got to see the look in their face as they slowly yeah, disappoint me. Yeah. yeah, exactly. As you're draining them of all their fake money. Exactly. Uh, I will say that Monopoly did teach me to not care about any other currency in any foreign land because it always looks like play money to me. It's like when I moved to Switzerland, I was like, their money is like purple and pink and red and stuff. It's I can spend as much as I want. It's not, it's monopoly stuff. And everywhere I go now, that's my mentality. So when you bought that invisible sculpture, you just handed over play money, not knowing exactly how much was in your not caring. Yeah. You're like, Oh, it turned out to be $18,200, but you didn't know monopoly money. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, we have one last story here. Uh, I think the lesson we learned there is, uh, you know, play board games at your ri- own r- own risk, right? Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid to flip the invisible board wherever you are, just wherever and whenever. Uh, flip the invisible sculpture as well. You can smash that thing; it regenerates. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus the final headline before we get into danny's uh dig deep into danny's bolt hole is uh i'm gonna find the headline here woman reportedly says reportedly right in the url uh finds deep fried towel 
in her chicken order from Jollibee's in the Philippines. Jollibee's is now in the U.S. And I used to live in the Philippines and would eat at Jollibee's. And they were famous for their uh, deep fried chicken. They're like uh, the KFC of the Philippines. And pretty delicious. They nice. Yeah. And they actually have a Jollibee's location here in Arizona that I should go and try but I haven't because I haven't eaten Philippine I just food in 20 pure years. Tagalog to them, <laughs> to the employees of the fast food restaurant <laughs> yeah. in uh, Arizona. Yes. Uh, I did go out with uh, Rachel's uncle who speaks Thai. I went out to dinner with him once and Rachel, and we went to a Thai restaurant and he kept trying to, or- he wanted to order for everybody oh. in Thai and show everybody that he could speak Thai, which was hugely embarrassing to me. Yes. And uh, the girl kept saying, I'm Cambodian. And he kept trying to speak Thai every time she'd come back and she'd say, I'm Cambodian. I don't speak Thai. And it was so beautiful. I love that moment so much because he was like, what are you going to have? And I didn't know that he was like, not just ask, like, usually when I, like, if all three of us were at dinner, I was like, Dave, what are you going to have? You're like, can I have that? I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Instead of like, as soon as the uh, server comes to me, I'll be like, and he'll have this in their supposedly what he thinks is their native tongue only to then have them be like wrong language, buddy. Uh, so I love that moment. And I will repeat that moment at Jollibee's, the fast food franchise from the Philippines in Arizona. And the reason they put reportedly in the URL Tyson is because we uh-huh. all know that these stories mm-hmm. could or could not they, be true. Although yeah, exactly. Look at the picture. Yeah, so it does this, look like a delicious towel. It does, <laughs> dude. I would definitely bite into that towel. Oh, I would so, too. <laughs> this towel is crumpled up. It looks like a dish rag once it's opened up, but it's got the breading. And this is the reason I think it may be true is that it's hard. The breading's the same. It's yeah, hard yeah. to recreate the breading mm-hmm. and the deep fried crunch of mm, perfected chicken from a fast food franchise. Maybe and this is a new dish. Just bite in and suck. Yeah. <laughs> bite and suck. <laughs> the oils. Oh, dude, get all the best without, you know, really getting into that chicken. So I also, that's why I thought it was real, Dave. When I look at these pictures, the deep fried batter on there is identical it, to I think crispiness. I think it's real. My thing was that, I don't know, I, I might, uh, again, be in the uh, the minority here, but if that happened to me, sure, I would tweet it. I don't know that I would be that angry. I feel like I just, I don't know. Maybe it's because I've worked at a fast food restaurant where, not that was a dirty one or something, but it's just kind of like, I don't know. I just, have to, I just have to trust that most things are going to be delicious and clean. So this was yeah. an anomaly. You know what I mean? I, agree I don't with, know. That's I agree how I am too. I think that this is them wiping off the counter, you know, constantly keeping it clean and just fell into the batter. As long as right. I didn't break my teeth or get poisoned, I would just be like, oh, okay, that's gross. And then I'm, maybe just move on with my life. I'm going to try and share this. I've never shared anything on here. I'd leave that up to Rob, but I'm going to try and share the screen. Uh, so they can see the delicious uh, yes. chicken rag. Yeah, let's see. Uh, oh, man. I don't know. Okay, I'm going to try right now. Now, a dirty uh, sock. If this was a dirty sock, that'd be different. But yeah, you just said it. They probably it probably just fell in while they were wiping the counter. And okay, that's weird. But it's not like someone brought the towel. Super yeah. flavorful. Yeah. Can you see what I'm sharing? I cannot. I don't know. Uh, no, Tyson, you just give up. Just quit. Okay. Just like you quit well, Monopoly. 
Okay. Well, it does show that it's sharing, but it may not be. Describe uh, with your it, words. Use your words like old school. It just looks like a delicious mm. deep fried piece of chicken. And Blue, then when you crack yeah. it open, it's not. <laughs> so that's how it's, that's you know, it, it looks like a like, chicken breast deep fried. And then supposedly the person who received it. So they ordered their order online. It got delivered to them. She tried to cut into it and could not and thought it was just really tough. And then when she broke it open, it was a blue dish towel. I, you know, comparably. Oh, something's happening. <clears throat> there Wait, we go. A gen- yeah. yeah. Yes, that's it. Uh, that's our uh, guy behind the scenes that actually our, shared our that. Jelly. Thank oh, you. Thank you, Scott. Uh, so that is the towel right there. And it is. I imagine Maybe this it is being a gender reveal up. gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? It could be. Her, her, husband, her husband's just wrong. really disappointed. Like, oh, I really thought you were going to like this. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. So she'd be like, hey, put in an order to Jollibee's. And then she does. And he's like hijacks it and has this deep fried blue towel. She, in there. She's waking up the chef like this is going to go. <laughs> yeah. gonna great. So I love this. So uh, people are claiming are saying lawsuit, et cetera, blah, 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 blah. I think uh, I'm more in line with Dave. Like this is crazy. And as long as they give me 10 free meals, yeah. it's, I'm going to laugh yeah. it off because yeah. I even had this same train of thought. Uh, Yesterday, I drove my family through uh, Del Taco, Danny's favorite restaurant, and I thought anybody could do anything to my food at any time as I'm going through these restaurants. (laughs) And they do. And I just have always told myself they do not. And it's the only way you can get through this world and leave your house and feel like uh, uh, ignorant. It's the best way to live. Yeah. So that's how I feel, too. And live every day like there's a blue towel in your food, but, but <laughs> and a dinosaur. But you don't the care. Dinosaur no, the live corner. every day like there's not a blue you, towel in your food. Right. Yes, that's what you're living like. Is you're got it? Okay. Ordering. Yeah. Don't live the other way, or else you're not going to leave your house. <laughs> like yes. <laughs> okay. Live every day. Well, like I, there I don't will not be a blue towel in your deep fried chicken. Okay. This will help me leave the house for my court. The last quarantine TikTok will be me seeking out fried <laughs> yeah. chicken. And being like, I don't care. It's not going to have a blue anymore. towel. It's yeah. Cool. yeah. It's they're fine. Everything is fine. So. Uh, yeah, I, I like it. I would have definitely bitten into that. And even after it being revealed, it was a towel. I feel like I still would have picked some of the breading off to eat. Yeah. Maybe chew on it a little bit. Yeah. And mm-hmm. smelled it and laughed at it, gotten some pictures and, uh, and then thrown it in the washing machine bonus free towel. Mm-hmm. Well, so not free. You that. paid for it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. For free chicken towel. transaction. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So uh, that's it. We thought that that would segue us into lunchtime and into the bolt hole because we know everybody's appetites are through the roof right now. Uh, As we go into the bolt hole, I, again, do not have access to the soundboard that Rob has. So we will take a two second pause when I say pause for the bolt hole song and then we can move right into it and pause. I think you're gonna like it I think you're gonna feel you belong Danny, your bolt hole, please. (laughs) Do you have to say the word? 
Uh, I had an article, but since I don't subscribe to this publication, I can't get back into it. Uh, I used up all my free. I refuse to pay. To get I do too, to dude. When the Washington the Post is like, you got your 10 <laughs> articles for the uh, full disclosure. I didn't pay until I, well, I never paid. I just waited until I was an employee. And I was like, oh, it's free now. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So maybe you that's give everyone your login here yeah, on yeah. the podcast. We do get a free, uh, every month we get a free month to share. So if you know, uh, hit me up on Twitter, I'll send it to you. If well, you kind of like the first one's free type of thing. Yeah, I don't think there's any strings attached. I don't think like you don't have to put a credit card down. It's just like, here's a free month and I give okay. you a code. So, yeah. So cool. I'm going to go to my backup story because I actually have ac- access to it. And some exciting news came out of the uh, scientific community. And there's always interesting news, uh, you know, that maybe don't necessarily apply to you personally, like you're, you know, you. But they think you know, researchers now think that humans have the we have within us, Tyson, inside of you, even inside you my have, body. You have the ability to regenerate body parts. They think that uh, humans have it's just untapped, like so many things. You know, like that are the brain. Untapped. So you're saying that the we only use 11 percent of our brain, but if we use 15 percent, we'd be regenerating body parts. I would love to see where that came from. The brain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's a brain. I don't think you're thinking. I don't believe that you think a finger into existence, uh-huh. but it needs uh, to be sparked somehow with cold fusion. Yeah. And that, and if I, I read the article a day or two ago. Um, and so I don't have all the information on hand, but I believe that what they say is that when you scar, that process mm-hmm. kind of holds it up. That uh, mm-hmm. scarring is kind of like, uh, let's say a less efficient way that than the salamander has of regenerating his limbs. So if you could and, unscar yourself somehow, no, if you could reprogram so the scarring doesn't take place, but the right. rebuild takes place, you might be, you know, lop off a pinky while uh, cutting up some onions. You and know? then just consistently pick off the scab until it grows back. Well, no, I imagine that they'd probably, the, the thing with this, and this is what I thought of immediately, was huh? how disturbing it would be if you were living in the world where this is a new emerging technology or scientific advancement, and you have to live with all these weird people who have like, on Deadpool, half you know, it has like that, yeah, like half miniature baby arms yeah. coming out and stuff like that would be very disturbing, especially if you were like Walt Disney, who's supposedly cryogenically frozen, and all of a sudden you re emerge into society where people have like miniature baby limbs mm-hmm. and fingers and uh, you know, ears. It could be really strange, but so, it would be eventually the norm, you know, like it would so be instead the of somebody being in a cast or is something like that, they'd but just for the like, very first couple people people who have this death. I have a rubbery arm that doesn't have bones in it yet. Like remember yeah, when they so grow gross. ears? Remember how they yeah. grow ears off of people's like arms and stuff off like of, that? Or off of rats' back. Off of rats' back. Yeah. That's right. Uh, It'll I be on par that. with that. that, that yeah. is, <laughs> Those are the good old stuff. days. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who could forget? I, what I'm thinking of is the scene in Harry Potter where they, they make him lose his bones and then he has like he has to grow his bones back. But that's not the same thing here. I can, yeah. Maybe it is. You it wouldn't be able to grow bones. Is, they say limbs. Part of it? Okay. They're saying limbs regenerate body parts. Did we talk about a guy who like, regrew his dong or like, kept preserved his dong by sewing it into his knee or something like that? <laughs> I mean, it's just like they're already <laughs> doing weird stuff. <laughs> they would have a needle before it gets to the hospital. There, there's so much weird stuff already going on that I, my guess is that this really, it would make the news for a day. And then everybody would just be stoked that they could regrow the body parts that get chopped off. Oh, but it'll be weird seeing baby arms. Tyson with two uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex arms I, I, coming out. 
I wonder if, like, I mean, in terms of the technology, by the time that this would be effective, I feel like we'd already have really good robotic arms. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, we'd already be, that would already be so advanced that why would That's you? That's actually bother? a good point. And why would you want your stupid old arm back with all of its uh, problems? Yeah, when you can have the, the Winter Soldier arm or whatever. Yeah, when you can yeah. punch through walls, concrete <laughs> yeah. walls. I mean, exactly. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, your arm is obviously so stupid that it got cut off in the first place, but your titanium robot arm is going to yes. take a laser to get cut off. So that's yeah. a good point. That's, I would, I would probably, if I, given the choice, if that, if I had the choice, I would do that over the baby arm. So the baby arm would be really funny for it to like mess with me. <laughs> <laughs> maybe there are certain parts of our bodies we would like to keep fleshy, you know, and maybe that's what this will apply to. <laughs> I see. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a, you know, that's a thing, I guess. I just clicked back from my article and noticed there is an empty microphone. Oh yeah, he's he's disappeared. I don't know where Wait. he's probably. I don't know. He's gone to go see if he can regenerate. Something. Tyson, has he ever been in charge of anything before? Oh, he's back. Oh, he's back. We were just Dude. talking about if we could regenerate a new Tyson. Dude, I'm so sorry. That's a good uh, point. My wife had a rug delivered, and they would not stop ringing the doorbell. They literally rang it like 30 times, and I like got on my nest and I was like, just leave it. And they were like, we need a signature and we have to take a picture of the rug inside the house. And I was like, you're Whoa. stealing my stuff, right? You're going to break in. <laughs> Dude, it was infuriating the whole time. I was just like, please keep talking about uh, limb regeneration, but don't let Danny dive down the genitalia regeneration part. Oh, yeah, I did. When we made I started it. down yeah. that. Yeah. You already yeah. got down there? I just yeah. said some fleshy parts. He talked about robotics and I agreed that robotics are actually probably better than replacing your arm. But mm -hmm. then I said there are places on our body we want to keep nice, soft, and fleshy. So, so you're saying that a regenerated one is going to be the best one? I did say genitalia, by the way. That was, I let other people's minds go there. Yeah. But. No, he did it in a very tasteful way. It yeah, was like, we're clearly talking I'm, about it, but yeah. This is what I'm thinking, because sometimes when you regenerate an appendage, it grows back a little different, or sometimes two appendages will grow from that one spot. Oh, and so no. imagine like, uh, you know, uh, double dong man now it's or, a recall makes sense yeah they That's were just jumping That's, ahead i mean she had the, three the sequel them. could be yeah yeah so. <laughs> that's it that's it i couldn't get into my original article so i went with the trash and what trash was the original article. article's headline at least it was about uh it was a new york times article and it was about a woe it was called a woe bot so it listens to you complain. I just thought that was so such a good idea. That if is we a could, good idea. And we've talked about this years ago. They had a priest. Remember the robot priest? Yeah. And I think that if we should ever create a robot, it should definitely be a robot that listens to us gripe so that other people don't have to listen to us gripe. That's the beauty of it, because here's the problem when you gripe to somebody is they're just going to gripe back thinking that you're doing some each other an equal favor. But you don't want to listen to their gripes. You just want to unload your yeah, gripe. exactly. I think you're describing so, robot therapists, right? <laughs> yeah, this yes. Is. So <laughs> if you can just have a robot that's just like... Yes, you are correct. That is ridiculous. Yes. No, that was definitely you were in the right and they were in the wrong. I agree full heartedly with how you feel. You are always correct. And yeah, perfect. That's perfect. Instead of being like, ah, this sucked. And then they'll be like, I'll tell you what sucks. I had it even worse than you. And you're like, what? No, that didn't bring me the solace I needed. And uh, this is great.
you guys should try to find a robot. If, if Rob can't do it next week, that should be the new third host. It's just a robot that agrees with you, no matter Every, what you say. Yeah, <laughs> yes, but only robots. one of you. Only like yeah. only agrees with one. So you, yeah. yeah, you know who the robot uh, owner is. Exactly. Yeah. Tyson, you are right. Yes. Uh, Danny, if you are saying anything different to what Tyson believes, you are incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll buy read. one. I'm gonna get on Amazon. Let's see what they have. Uh, I'll, I'll let you really. know you're you're looking yeah. for. Yeah, because I know he's currently probably uh, thinking about space a lot. But let's see his if we can get him back probably, on robotics. His boardroom is probably uh, filled with agree bots. I should go to space, shouldn't <laughs> yeah. I? Yes, you yeah. should, Jeff. In unison, they haven't put them. It's all the prototype agree bots. Do you guys like these sunglasses? We yes, love them. They you are should cool. Wear those. Should those I keep my jacket. head shaved? Yes, you should. You are doing everything correctly. Uh, no comment yeah. officially. Yes, no comment from Dave the TikTok guy. Well, because he's yeah. still trying to get to space. No, yeah, we're still mean, trying to get to space. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exactly. This, this is all, all this. The, the road ends at space where I'm at my own star. <laughs> yeah. And all of my fellow Do Margians. Do you think are, though, that yeah. Bezos already owns most of the stars? Uh, I I needed a way because he's part of the, one of the people developing all these things. Yeah. yeah. If it's like the homesteading program. Yeah. yeah. The person with the rockets. Yeah. is going to own the stars yeah. man that's going to be crazy for us to watch a ton of people get rich but not us <laughs> again <laughs> well okay. you know whatever <laughs> it is what it is you've guys. always got this podcast Tyson that's I've always got this have. podcast until it doesn't exist anymore and robots have to take over. And robots have to t- agree bots. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. In our stead. But maybe I can still be the stylist for the agree bot. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I want to thank uh, everyone for tuning in. I want to thank uh, you guys for joining us, especially Dave for uh, filling in for the nominal fee of... Uh, of free internet uh, karma or something. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Dave, what do you have coming up? Uh, well, the, the book is the only, I mean, it, come, it came out today. I don't know if I said that, but that is why it's like front and center in my mind. So this is what, how did out. I get mine like a week ago? I sent you an advanced copy. You probably got the press release with it too, right? Yes, yeah. I did. It's here. And that's how I learned about your wife. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> learning. I had to make a press. That's what this book was about. It was actually just so I can make a press release to let everyone know I'm, I'm married. Uh, that's yeah. yeah. I had to get the word out there. June 8th. Huh? So that, you, dude, that just, perfect. you just released a book today and you decided to be on this podcast. That it seems like I, I'd be stressed out all I, day long. I specifically wanted to as uh, just kind of what you said as because I wanted to, because I, I told you, I, I listened to you all, but I yeah. also, I wanted to, it's a great distraction because yeah. I, my boss was like, you, I think I might make one TikTok today, but I was like, I don't want to have to creatively think too much right now. I want, I'd yeah. rather be an agree bot today. That's what I, that's what I need. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> that's the best thing to be. Uh, where can people buy this book? Anywhere. Uh, you can buy it. Uh, you can buy it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, anywhere. There's a, if, if you follow me on Twitter or want to, or just go to my Twitter, it's at Dave Jorgensen. There's a link and uh, that link takes you to all the, but it's, it's available in any online bookstore and hopefully your local Barnes and Noble or whatever. So yeah, it's called yeah. make a TikTok every day, 365 prompts for attention grabbing TikToks. And uh, we didn't plan the book launch to coincide with Dave's appearance on the show. It just it's perfect. serendipitously worked out. Yeah. 
I, I, I agree. I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily believe in a fate type of thing, but I believe in when something like this is that perfect. I'm like, of course, I'm going to do this today. So I'm, I'm yeah, glad you guys are. Yes. Uh, and uh, I would suggest following Dave on Twitter because you get some content every day and it's almost always worth watching. I don't think I've seen anything of yours that wasn't worth watching yet. And uh, if you're on TikTok, Washington Post guy, or you do you post everything to your personal TikTok account too? No, uh, the main, I, I post like basically random ideas to my own personal account, but the, the ones that are probably the really good ones are the Washington Post one. Cause that's what I spend my time. That's why I get paid for it. <laughs> if it's a personal and, uh, one, then that's, yeah. Right. And uh, you've built this gigantic following for the Washington Post. It's It's uh, been really great. Yeah. But like, and, let's say you go to work at uh, uh, Weekly World News and do their TikToks. I mean, you know, I, I don't You'd have to start like, over. You'd have uh, to start building all the way over again. It depends on the outlet. Weekly World News does not have a TikTok account. I bet you're getting hit up by all the fast food chains because this seems like a like a Burger King. They're coming after you hard. To, there to is a, a TikTok game. want to spank Wendy's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what they, that's what the email said. No. Uh, but I um they said they want to punch bees in the face. Um but I yeah, I mean I I uh someone asked me last night like what's your long-term plan? I'm like I I just like making tick post TikTok. So that's there you go. Enough. And you're yeah. talented enough that it will yeah. continue wherever you go. Uh thank you. It's very kind. Danny? Very too kind. You think too kind? Should I have pulled back a little bit on yeah, that? Yeah, that was yeah. No, I'll take it. <laughs> okay. Danny, <laughs> do you have anything going on? Any TikToks? Are you interested in joining TikTok now to follow Dave? Gosh, sounds like a lot of work. It's not. more stuff to do. Not yeah, to I follow mean, Dave. That, I'm saying to create TikToks. He's, yeah. Dave didn't make it sound easy at all. I always thought it was, I knew it involved some work in production, but it's like, wow, that's a lot of hours. Well, part of, part of what I do in the book is try to explain that there are ones that take a long time, and then there's other ones that like you could do this in 10 seconds. And yeah. it might be funny because a lot of them are based around the idea of catching someone. <laughs> I feel like Tyson would enjoy a lot of them catching someone uh, and making them say something or react to something really quick. And that literally takes as long as it takes to talk to someone. So, the ones that this yeah. is the TikTok I think so, I should create, and Danny has been witness to this, is me scaring strangers in public by just jumping around corners and being like, ah. absolutely. And, uh, yeah. I scared an entire classroom of Chinese children at a Chinese museum in Shanghai with Danny. Do you remember that, Daddy? No. There, there was the two parallel walkways. One was through the cave system and one was through, and you could just go on the regular walkway. Okay. And the kids on the the kids, I was like, oh, I'm going to hide and scare them. And so I ducked down. But the cave system and the walkway had like a little place where you could see both of them. So like you could have the kid walk down through the cave and the parent walk down the walkway and you could still look at them. And uh, so I ducked down under like the railing part of the cave system, thinking they were all going to come into the cave. But they all took the walkway and then stood on the walkway and looked into the cave system. And I jumped up. And all of them, if there was not a wall or railing behind them, would have fallen, fallen to their death because <laughs> uh, they were like, oh, my gosh. And then the whole rest of the time, they tried scaring me throughout the rest of the museum every time they saw me. And then but they thought it was hilarious. So then I was like, oh, Chinese people <laughs> in Shanghai at museums love to get scared. So I scared a couple around a corner. And they were not amused at all. Uh, but I did scare them. Very, very bad. 
Well, that's yeah. The, my my answer is my short answer is yes. I think if you were scaring people or making your daughters, you know, sad after a board game, <laughs> that, that sounds too. perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, I'll explore those options. Good. And uh, Danny, what do you have going on? Uh, stuff, always stuff, adventures, always things, adventures, throwing yeah. up in the heat, running, climbing, whatever. Mm-hmm. What about you? Pickleball? You're going to go slap some pickleballs around? Of course. I'm always, uh, yeah. In, I'll be in San Diego this weekend for poker for a poker tournament, but also uh, have some pickleballs planned for Friday. Real morning. money in the poker game? Uh, yeah, fake money is worthless. Well, I know, but sometimes you play for charities or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's like true. real money for you. Yeah, yeah this I is can... real money for me. Yes. How much? But... How much could you win? How much know. will you win? I'm not going to doubt you. How much will I win? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if I won every event I played, maybe like 50 to 80,000 bucks. Nice. Uh, but usually how it goes is I uh, operate at a loss. Oh, well, I think that's how it goes for most, except for like the one guy who wins everything. <laughs> yeah. So All right, we'll see. Cool. But yeah, it's for fun and also uh, to get out and also to do some pickleball stuff because I everywhere I go now, I just find a place to play pickleball and then invite strangers to play with me. Do, do you ever get footage of yourself playing poker? Like, do they ever have that on a live feed or? Uh, yeah, they do have it on the live feed. I actually was on uh poker night live once and they there was a show that's where the mm-hmm. poker alliance came into play uh, but and then there are feeds there's feature tables that they put on feeds sometimes like on twitch or something but you're not allowed to film yourself in poker rooms very often or for very long because that could be a way that people are yeah, cheating is yeah, somehow cheap. setting up a camera you know so that's like I, this weekend I can go and I can probably do some like Instagram stories real quick in the poker room and stuff, but I can't be like filming the hand I have live as the hands going on. Cause somebody will be upset about that. Yeah. The, well, the reason I asked too, is like one of the funniest, uh, in my, and I'm sure you'll agree, uh, DVD commentary as a survivor is you commenting on your own vote on episode in token token teens. Yeah. And if that, that is a TikTok. like if you just took any moment that you've ever been on TV and you were just doing like pointing your phone at the TV and commenting on it, people would lose their minds. Okay, That's a so thing. Think, That's a thing. Like TV so commentary on TikTok. I think that would be great. I think. So what do I do? Do I do a green screen behind me of it happening or do I just do a commentary would, of the exact? You could do either way where you're just literally pointing your phone to the TV while it's playing or green screen is a little more, the more the TikTok way, which okay. you to, yeah. And if you're just standing in front of it, going like this is where and you're just watching it as it's playing and you're, like commenting on your mic or whatever about what's going on. That's pretty hilarious. Okay. It's exactly what you already, you already know how to do it. That's why I suggest it. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. That sounds pretty easy and uh, kind of like uh, my fan base uh, would enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've gone on too long and probably lost all our listeners, which <laughs> we do this more for ourselves than for them anyways. But if you're still here, we do it for you as well. All right. So thank you guys so much. Until next week, Dave, congratulations on the book. Uh, Again, follow him uh, at uh, Dave Jorgensen on TikTok or on Twitter, Washington Post guy on TikTok. Uh, Danny, you can follow uh, everywhere, but YouTube is where you want to see him on the Mediocre Amateur channel uh, or Danny Bryson on Instagram. But he will not interact on Twitter or anywhere uh, or anywhere. (laughs) Uh, or in person so for smart. that matter. If you bump yes. into him in person, be prepared to be ignored. <laughs> this is the only way to do it. You have to get yeah. him on a podcast. <laughs> and, and here I am. Okay. Uh, 
We did it, guys. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.